welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. We move on in our introduction to symbolism. We are now on Castle. And so for our discussions, I will always encourage you to lean upon your own intuition, your own understanding of what each of these symbols will mean. That is because, especially if you are a beginner, this will teach you that what something is trying to say to you and what it may be trying to say to someone else could be completely different completely different. And this is why oftentimes when you lay a card out for those of you who are uh, following along in our series about Oracle decks, when you lay a card out in front of someone for a reading, if you go to one person and say, hey, what does this card mean? And then go to a different person and say, hey, what does this card mean? You'll get two different answers. You really will. Now, does it mean that it's not accurate? Not at all. Both are accurate. I've had people test, <laughs> test this out. Okay, and I've had people come to me and say, hey, would you would you mind, you know, redoing this reading for me? Here's the reading. What, you know, what comes away with you? What do you think this is about? And I will tell you that they will then come back to me and say that they got the, a reading from someone else, that the reading read one way, and then they get the reading from me. It read completely different, and that both have accuracy. Both have some value in their lives. So it's all about what your intuition is pulling in at that time. And different images invoke different experiences and different thoughts and images, sounds, all of those things, especially because our intuition works differently with each one. You might be more clairvoyant, where someone else is more clear audio. All those things play a factor. Okay, now we move on. Castles, in for example, what a castle is to you and what it is to someone else um, really is different. And I would say that for some, when the, just the thought of a castle invokes thoughts or imagery of something immaculate, something grand, very grandeur, right? Um, I thought immediately of Catherine the Great. The, her castle, her mansion had 99 rooms. It's now like a museum or a gallery, I believe in St. Petersburg. I have seen, um, I know someone who went there and I've seen pictures. It's just outstanding. And when I think of a castle, I think something like that, something very immaculate, very pristine, something very grand. For others, though, you might be thinking something more dreamlike, something similar to a French chateau, right? Where you see intricacies woven onto the building of the of the fleur de lis, right? And so there, there are different things that people come away with when you hear even the word castle. If you see a castle, it may invoke a different thought, but just the sound of the word castle. For others, however, it is seen as a sovereign power, where sovereign power resides. It's it's a tower with protective walls. You know, it's a tower behind a gate. It has these walls. It's surrounded by a moat, okay? And it is a means of defense and protection, um, giving refuge and provision to its people. 
So a castle can be representative of one's country or town. When we've read stories in the past of the way things were in the old times, you have the castle, different countries have their castle, that's where the king resides, that's where their the rulership, right? That's where they that's where it resides, that is the place that you go to. If ever there was a time where there was an enemy attack or something like that, the people of the land would flock to the castle and there they would they would receive that refuge and also they would be prepared to go to war and defend from that castle. This is why uh, the Egyptian castles, right? The Egyptian wall where the castle or the central place was, where sovereignty was, was reinforced with a double wall, okay? And then you had the uh, the moat going around. So you had two forms. So you had the gate and you had the wall reinforced and then you had the moat and then you had the defenses within that. So it was big enough for everyone to be able to flock to. Within the walls, there were provisions for people, safety for people. But from that, now they can defend the people. And so today, you'll hear a saying such as, um, a man's home is his castle. So for even between male and female, when you think of castle, you might be thinking something completely different. A man might think differently of a castle than, say, a, perhaps a woman, right? Isn't that so? And so, you know, for all intents and purposes, I would say that that tends to be more along the lines of, you know, the different viewpoints of castle. But in that, we can see something of ourselves, can we not? Can we not glean something about ourselves from our view of the castle? When something is up, right? When something is up and high and away, and something is what we consider to be valuable or something that we have built, we're not just going to let what we have built be assaulted or taken, right? And there is always a place that we feel that we can go to or, or someplace even mentally or issues that we have built our beliefs upon where we feel like we have to stand our ground on it, even when the world around us is unkind. We're not going to just let somebody come and take this from us. And so the castle can be representative of our inner workings. It can be considered to be like the center of our soul. That's where our sovereignty is, where we're, we get this sense of divinity, something divine. And within us, there are many rooms, right? There are those hidden rooms. There are those rooms with hidden entrances. There are those rooms where we show compassion, those rooms where we get angry, those rooms where, you know, if someone knows the, the secret entrance, they may be on our good side, right? If they knew how to get to us, they'll be on our, they'll be able to, you know, break down our walls, so to speak. So there is a, the castle can be representative of our internal struggles, even of our illusions, the things that we delude ourselves about. The castle can be representative, representative of our inner truth, what is really going on in our psyche, what's really going on in our soul, what are we really made of, what have we built up inside of us, what have we built layer by layer in terms of our belief systems, 
um, in, in terms of uh, what we're ready to stand on, issues we're ready to stand our ground on, issues that we're ready to defend, beliefs that we're ready to defend, who we love, who's really in our heart, that we're also ready to defend, who do we have that comes in that we feel like we need to protect, okay? And so when we see a castle, even in, in certain imagery, you'll see that it is high up and far away. That's because that's not something that we're willing to just share with other people. They've got to go the distance to get there, right? And when they get there, they better come with good intentions because we're ready to defend. And we're quite welcome. We're quite okay with welcoming you in so part of so long as you're part of us, so to speak, right? So long as you're one of our people. Right. And so we're we're back to that theory, that thought of a man's home is his castle. So are our beliefs and our inner truths and who we think we are. We're ready to go. We're ready to stand our ground on those things. And so a castle can be, you know, this really good part of us, but it can also be those other hidden things that we don't tell anyone about. The castle can be representative of so many things. So again, when we discuss symbolism, we're talking about what does it mean to you? What imagery, what sounds, what thoughts, what experiences are evoked when you see, let's say in the Torah or in other divinatory systems, or if you're scrying, anything like that, when you go through an oracle deck, we're talking about fortune tellers. And if you are new or curious about it, you know, we're talking about using your everyday intuition in order to guide you. When you see certain things, what does it bring up within you? Okay. Does it remind you of a certain story? Does it help you to kind of think about what you need to protect? So if you're doing a reading and and you get something where the imagery, the, the card is about one thing, but in the background you see a castle, what is that really about? So for example, I will say with the Tarot, the Five of Swords, in that you'll see you'll see different images imagery of people with swords in hand it seems like they're at conflict it seems like you know there is some sort of a disagreement happening but there's a castle in the background why do you think that is why do you think that is in other oracle decks like the gypsy deck or the ramoni decks you'll see different cards um, woven all throughout like a theme or a story going on in the background in certain decks and you'll constantly see a castle in the background with some of these cards. Why do you think that is? Okay, what is your intuition trying to tell you? Okay, and so this is our introduction to symbols. I hope this was helpful and I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Black with Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.